Hello and welcome to another fine edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. We don't know if it's fine yet. We are, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that's going to, it's going to be probably fine. It won't be great, but it'll be fine. That's all that matters. You know? Yeah. We're not. C's uh, get degrees. Not, that's that's the mentality. Not an award-winning podcast, but we do okay. But uh, this is uh, Goshen News Sports reporter Evan Leepak. Uh I also have Goshen News Sports Editor Austin Huff over there. He's he's, he's already chimed in a little bit is as you've mean? heard. Am I the sports yeah. editor? We're back. What does it even mean? We're back once again for another week mm-hmm. to discuss some things that happened uh, over the past week in the prep sports. Area just some. Elkhart County. Not all the things. We don't have time. We have eighty-eight fall sports teams we're covering. Yeah. So I apologize in advance if we don't talk about your team. We have a lot going on. Yeah, that includes a big time visit to the Horseshoe this coming weekend for us. Oh, Ohio State, Notre Dame to kick yeah. off the college football season. Even though it's technically already being kicked off, but you know what I mean. R.I.P. Scott Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. Tough. <laughs> Tough way to uh, start the campaign for Frost and Nebraska. Same, you know, it's like meet the new boss, same as the old boss type of vibe yeah. with them. He was Here's like, meet the new Nebraska, same as the old Nebraska. He said, go big or go home. We're up 28-17. Let's do the onside kick. Let's really get them so where they're not expecting it. And That uh, might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That pretty much messed Pretty much screwed them over. Gave Northwestern right. short field, some momentum. They went down and scored. Touchdown. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history from there. Another not non-shocking Nebraska loss, you know. They were they were uh, favorited by favorited, I guess. It's favored. Favored, favorited, favored. Minus 12 and a half. So, people were expecting the Cornhuskers to win this game against Northwestern. And uh, another disappointment. It's looking like it could be another disappointing season for yeah. Nebraska. I think uh, and I think we have to vote Vanderbilt in the top 10 after they destroyed Hawaii. Hawaii I mean, was 1-7-0 nothing. start the yeah, game. I know. I know. <laughs> we were walking around South Bend, 7 nothing Hawaii. All of a sudden, turned around very quickly. It was only like 21-10 at halftime. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Vanderbilt Turn on really the went on, went off in yep. the, the second half. But good for Vanderbilt. It was the most they had scored scored in a game since 1969, apparently. Nice. So that's uh, pretty insane. Speaking of big second halves, New Prairie against Goshen High School mm, football this past Friday night. How about Let's those talk Red a little Ox. bit. Let's talk a little bit about high school football from week two. Let's put a bow on week two. Get a little preview of week three going. Uh, quickly, the scores from this past Friday night. New Prairie, 33. Goshen, 14. Elkhart, 28. Northridge, 7. Concord, 14. Jimtown, 0. West Noble, 35. Wallace E, 24. Can you please turn off your sounds on your computer? Thank you. New, I almost said. I blame Daniel Hernandez. Thanks, Daniel. For sending a uh, layout email. email at this moment. Northwood, 35. East Noble, 14. Fairfield, 24. South Bend Adams, 14. Uh, just like last week, Evan, where do you want to start? You, you, you pick a game, take us in a direction, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you said New Prairie Goshen. You just said the score. And then you're like, actually, yeah. let's just uh, say all the scores. So you might as well start with that. We'll start with that one. It was a surprising halftime score. Goshen 7, New Prairie 0 at the break. Uh, Goshen was playing about as well as you could. They were able to stop New Prairie's high-octane rushing offense. Uh, 
and what Evan's laughing at something. Someone walked by. I don't know. No, it's a random guy that I told you about that I saw just tried to walk in here. Oh, <laughs> rude. He just uh, opened the door. He's like, "Oh, sorry," and then closed it. Oh, it's too bad you missed that exchange. That's tough. <laughs> Shout out, random guy. Anyway, Goshen. Um, you know they played pretty pretty well in that first half. Shut down the New Prairie rushing attack. Only held them to 57 yards in the first half. Goshen offense moved the ball a little bit. Got a touchdown run on a fourth and goal, which was huge from uh, Drew Elliott. And, it, I mean, they really were, pl- like, playing well. It was like, whoa, like, okay, like, this is surprising. Like, Goshen's not only hanging around, but they're winning. And then I think the New Prairie coaching staff – said a lot of bad words to the kids mm-hmm. in the halftime locker room, uh, lit a spark under their butts, and uh, they got the ball to start the second half, went right down the field and scored. First play on offense for Goshen, they fumbled. Well, well the kickoff, they got tackled to the seven-yard line, which was not ideal. They probably shouldn't have ran that one back. And then first play, fumble. New Prairie falls on it in the end zone for a touchdown. So within nine seconds, New Prairie goes from down 7 nothing to up 14-7. The next possession for Goshen, third down interception, ran back to the six-yard line. New Prairie scores a couple plays later. So within less than two minutes, it was 21-7. And credit to Goshen, they came right back. They came right back, went down the field, scored. And then on the ensuing kickoff, New Prairie fumbled and Goshen had the ball and they got down to like the 10-yard line with, you know, going into the fourth quarter. So it's 21-14, Goshen had a fourth and three, you know. The the two plays that really cost them were that third down and the fourth down at that point. Third down play, they tried this passing play where they threw it like all the way across the field. It was like a short route, but it was like, you know, 30 yards sideways basically. Mm-hmm. And it was incomplete. It was just was like a really weird. It was a hard pass to complete. Is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth down play, they did a quarterback draw with Bechtel, uh, and it didn't go anywhere. Which I was surprised they did that play because they basically had what was a fourth and three as a two point conversion the week prior against Fairfield, and they ran the quarterback draw and they didn't get any yards. And then they run it again this week, and they get no yards. Like. Maybe that play doesn't work, you know? Like, mm-hmm. maybe let's try something else there. I understand wanting to put the ball in your best player's hands, and Quinn Bechtel is their quarterback who runs pretty well. Like, that's probably the right play in that regard. But Elliott had a nice game. Maybe give the ball to Alford in a sweep or something. Like, is Alford had a nice game too? Mm-hmm. So, I, I just didn't think the play calling there was smart. New Prairie goes five plays, 90 yards, touchdown. Interception for Goshen, then they score again, New Prairie, that's it. So, mm-hmm. um, Kudos to Goshen for hanging in there. Made it a much better game than it should have been or was supposed to be. New Prairie, I think, was ranked, they're now fifth in the 4A poll. They moved up two spots. They were seventh last week, moved up um, this week. So, it's a really good team that Goshen played. And, you know, moral victories don't really count for much. But, you know, if, Go- if Goshen could just – End the games at halftime, they'd be 2-0. They're 21 nothing in the first half of their first two games. And they're involved in outscored 55-13 to in the second half. So, not ideal, but... Should be able to get some momentum coming up this week. Yeah, they're playing Wallace C. Who, hey, they hung in there with West Noble. 
That was a that was maybe a closer game than I thought after Put you some s- points on the board after yeah. the first week scores didn't score anything last week. Yeah. So. So the week prior, I should say. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Goshen did this. They're doing some things well. It's just consistency is their issue. It's being able to sustain what they're doing for four quarters, you know. And part of it's probably the depth. Like they don't have a lot of they have a lot of two way players, and most most teams do. So, they, but they're getting tired, I think, a little quicker. And starting to wear down the second half. Right. So that that doesn't help their cause either. So Mm-mm. not everyone's got the two platoon system like uh Nate Andrews over there in Northridge. No, or like Elkhart or Northridge kind of like Elkhart's got more depth, but they had some two way players for sure. Right. Goshen pretty much has only two way players. Like they kinda have to only have two like with the way their roster is built right now. You know. So gotta get that depth built over the next few seasons, huh? Yep. That's, that is that is Wagaman's biggest challenge, just building the numbers up. Mm-hmm. That's, that pretty much was what got Kyle Park fired. I mean, let's be perfectly blunt. He didn't... Let go. He was asked to step <laughs> down. Okay. What does that mean? Okay. So, and a lot of that was because the numbers were going down. Production on the field, too, of course, but they didn't have a JV team last year for the first time in forever. They don't have a JV team this year either. So... Yeah, it's just too big of a school, right, for that? Right, you shouldn't be... Right. You're one of the 40 biggest schools in the state. You shouldn't not have a JV team. Mm-hmm. I so. agree. So, yeah. Um, let's go to the game you were at. Elkhart, Northridge. That was probably the biggest game of the week, at least going in. I've been celebrating for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, Northridge, you know what? Uh, all things considered, I think they, you know, they, they did some things well, looks like. But Elkhart, just too much... You know, to overcome. You know, those Raiders, they came out on fire. They really did. En fuego. They punched Selkart right in the mouth to start the game. Got forced to three and out defensively, then got the ball offensively. Drove it down on a pretty short field. I think they started the Elkart 45-yard line. So, obviously a short field there, but they uh, took advantage and ended up scoring a touchdown. Kate Carrington hooks up with uh, Kate Sines, 17-yard touchdown pass to give the Raiders an early 7-0 lead midway through the first quarter. And you're thinking, wow, you know, on the road, this is a big, this is a good start. Can they keep this momentum going? They're missing a couple players. They're missing Jethro Seller, missing Tyrese Thomas for undisclosed reasons. No, not injury related, but uh, those are two two starters in the secondary so that hurt them defensively and that's where we'll get to eventually with the, as the game goes on um Elkhart was able to bounce right back in the next drive and uh, it was topped off by a 41 yard touchdown run by uh, Gavin Hauser they tie the game just like that and I would say Northridge still had they did well in the first half as far as driving it but the problem was they uh they couldn't finish a lot of their drives they were 0 for 0 for 5 on fourth down conversion like fourth down tries like they would get to that no man's land on the part of the field like they would drive get an elk card side of the field territory and then it's like well obviously we can't kick a field goal you know you can't punt so there's a couple instances like that they were stuffed so i mean they had their opportunities especially in the first half but and then as the game went on they couldn't stop how are we gonna how are we gonna we're gonna say alias elias elias leonard he had over 100 yards rushing, three touchdowns on the day. He was tough to stop. 
they had multiple athletes that they were just they're doing a bunch of end arounds and everything and i know that northridge would have been able to maybe contain it a little better if they had a couple of their start starting guys in the secondary but um i think eventually in the second half it just warmed down it was only 14-7 at halftime elkhart northridge gets the ball to start the second half good drive to start the third quarter they get on the other side of the field getting elkhart territory they get set up for what should have been the game tying touchdown at that moment it would have been a th- Around a 40-yard touchdown pass from Carrington. Finds Signs again down the right sideline. Pretty solid pass. Signs get pa- gets past his man. The ball's in his hands and unfortunately can't uh, can't bring it in. Would have would have put made it 14-13 at that point. The game probably would have been a lot different. But uh, they end up having to turn the ball over on downs again in that point because they it's it's third and it was third and long at that point and then it was fourth and long whenever they try to convert there which I'm, I'm not, I think they probably should have punted they were at like the 45 yard line it was like fourth and very long I was like yeah, maybe a pooch punt to pin them back but they went for it instead I think Elkhart ends up driving down the field and scoring making it a 21-7 game late in the third quarter and then late in the fourth quarter they kind of secure the game with another Leonard rushing touchdown so he had three of those his four rushing touchdowns all together but uh, yeah, um, I I I would say it was just a difference of a few plays, right? In this game, right. Northridge, they were there. It just unfortunately most of most of those plays didn't go their way, and that was the difference in why they lost by three touchdowns. I wouldn't say they got dominated by any stretch. Yeah, I think this is like this is kind of what you're what is supposed to happen when a good four A team plays a, a solid six A team. Right, mm-hmm. like Northridge hung around. They made some plays early. They were never really out of it, but eventually Elkhart just overpowers them with their talent, their skill, guys, mm-hmm. their size. You know, this is kind of how it's supposed to go, in a sense. And credit to Northridge, like they didn't die. You know, they didn't roll over and die at any point. They were in it the whole way. Mm-hmm. Elkhart just, you know, has some more talent at this moment. And they, they played to their, you know, mostly up to their potential in this game. So, you know, they're they're looking very good. Two two nice wins to start the season for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they go all the way to Hammond Morton Friday. Should probably be another win. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like all roads lead to, lead to Penn week five for them right now. Um, so, yeah, this was a good performance for Elkhart. And I don't think you're... As a Northridge fan, you're not leaving discouraged at all, I think. I mean, you're discouraged by the fact that there's a lot of missed opportunities left out there on the field. Right. Like, you got to convert those. Less mistakes, too. They're having, for some reason, they're having a really terrible time with, with the snaps, the shotgun between Carrington and the center. He, I mean, Chad Epley was, like, shocked. that They had, like, at least four or five bad snaps, and they had multiple fumbles. They lost two of them during the game, so that didn't help. So... It was just it was, Chad was just very surprised by that, and I, he didn't have he didn't see that coming. He didn't have any issues with that the week before or all summer. So he's like, evidently we have to for some reason be working on snaps. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's what they've been doing the last couple of days in practice. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, they had their opportunities even with the absences of a couple of key players. They had the chances to make 
what ended up being a 21-point game, a little closer than that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, let's kind of go through the rest of the games relatively quickly, and then we'll preview. It doesn't get easier for North No, Luke's it doesn't. Now. We'll talk about that in a couple <laughs> minutes. Uh, Concord, 14, Jimtown, 0. This game, uh, defensive struggle, to say the least. 0-0 zero, zero at halftime. Zero, zero, the first half was done in 45 minutes. I was still midway through the first quarter in Goshen. I was like, man, I'm jealous of Steve Craw right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Concord stepped up and scored when they needed to. Mm-hmm. Titus Hackworth with a nice game, 107 yards rushing, 107 yards rushing and mm-hmm. a touchdown. Uh, defense was good, obviously. Kept Jim Talent off the board. Uh, yeah. Much much needed a bounce back for Concord. Northwood couldn't even do that. So that reading, uh, yeah, reading <laughs> reading uh, Craig Kaler's comments afterwards, it seems like he's he's hopeful that this was a breakthrough for them. You know, they didn't score in their first six quarters of the season, mm-hmm. so hopefully, maybe they figured out, hey, we can actually score the ball. You know, so it's all about learning and growing in these first couple weeks for Concord. They'll get a fun fun one on Friday against Northwood. Northwood was a 35-14 winner over East Noble. Looked like uh, East Noble was up 14-13, to mm-hmm. had some momentum, and then Natarian Tuggle ran back a kickoff 80 yards officially, but unofficially like 140 yards. It was an incredible run. I saw the clip. I wish it would have gotten submitted to uh, SportsCenter. Uh, yeah, it feels like a good SportsCenter clip. Yeah, he was like zigzagging, breaking tackles. Might have made it, maybe. It was impressive. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he did make sports center. We just didn't realize it. I don't know. It was an incredible play. It was an, it was an unbelievable run back for a touchdown that changed the whole momentum of the game. Northwood rolls after that. Panthers check in at number seven in the Class 4A AP pool this week. So they are moving on up. I thought I saw number six somewhere. Was it a different pool? That was the coach's pool. Okay, that makes sense. I had him, I had him number six in my pool this week, my AP pool. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, they are they are officially also had a number passing seven touchdown apparently. Yeah, Tuggle threw a forty-nine yard touchdown pass to JJ Payne. So I wonder if that was like an end around and yeah. ends up throwing the ball. I saw the video of that too. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Where was that available at? Machine of football on Instagram, dude. Oh, he had that one too. The guy yeah. just takes all the videos from everyone and throws them on there. He had both. That's yep. pretty sick. Yeah. You the make it. You make it on watching. there sometimes. What? I said you make it on there sometimes on his IG stories. I know, I IG love when stories. I get tagged. I love when I get tagged in the... Oh, there's my tweet. Wow. There it is again. Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, so, Panthers, Minutemen. Uh, and then another NLC team, Wawasee, 24, West Noble, 35. Chargers, 230 rushing yards on the game. It's pretty impressive. It is. They're 2-0. They're playing well. They've beaten two uh, teams that they probably should beat, Central Noble Wawasee, to begin the season. They got a fun one this week against Eastside, number six in uh, 2A. So we'll see. It's in it's in Ligonier. It's on the hill, the Charger Hill. So um, We need to get uh, our Goshen College rep out there. Maybe. <laughs> and then uh, – Fairfield, second straight week, beating a Class 5A team. They d- took down South Bend Adams, 24-14. There was some surprise to that result on Twitter, and I don't know why. I mean, South Bend Adams is not great. Right. Fair- Northridge rolled them, mm-hmm. and they Fairfield to come on off beating Goshen. Like, it wasn't a surprise that Fairfield could hang with these bigger schools. Right. Brecken, Brecken Moran, the guy Coach Thacker said before the season, you know, he's going to be – people are going to know him. Had 117 yards rushing and a touchdown. 
Carter Kitts at 98 yards and a touchdown rushing. Falcons just going to do what they do, man. Death by a thousand paper cuts. And uh, it's 2-0 so far. So All that matters is the score. I'm surprised South Bend Adams isn't a better program, huh? Kind of surprising to I me. I mean, again, they hired a new coach in mid-June. So I'm yeah, going to give them the help. benefit of the doubt for yeah. these first couple of weeks. Uh, in this whole season, probably, trying to figure it out. So yeah, They're going to be like 1-8. Probably. Yeah. Two and seven. Well, they get, they get, I think they get to play clay. So there's one. That's a dub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so here's a week three slate. The NLC, baby. Here we go. Conference football games are officially back. Uh, the NLC slate consists of Concord at Northwood, Northridge at Mishawaka, Goshen at Wawasee, and Plymouth goes to Warsaw. So feeling good about Warsaw. Mm-hmm. There's my analysis of that one. Poor Plymouth. Uh, yeah, not a, not a good one out of the shoot. Um, I'm feeling 90% good about Northwood. Uh, they're playing well. Concord let's, let's is still... Let's give Concord a little more respect. I'll say 80%. 80%. <laughs> I'm going to go 85. Uh, okay. Split the difference of my own pick and your pick. Um, Goshen, 80% as well. Confidence. I'm feeling they'll Goshen, pick up their 80%. first win. Yeah, maybe 75 Northridge has a really tall task on the road against Mishawaka. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to give a percentage on Northridge. Maybe no, Mishawaka has rolled their so, first two games. Yeah, they destroyed Marion and they beat St. Joe 30-8. to mm-hmm. um, It feels like Northwood, Mishawaka, Goshen, and Warsaw should win these first four. Doesn't mean they will. Doesn't mean they will. Anything can happen. Football's weird. Um, Northridge, Mishawaka feels like the best game. Of the four, I think Mishawaka is better than Elkhart, though, in my mind. Mishawaka is number uh, three in the 5A poll this week for those who care. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say Mishawaka and Elkhart are pretty equal. Plus, they're crazy physical. Right, and all they do is team. run the ball down mm-hmm. your throat. Like, it's going to be tough for. Actually, I mean, technically, the closest game should be Goshen Wallace C. If that's, if that's your definition of best, then Goshen Wallace C will be the best game because it'd probably be the closest mm-hmm. um i think warsaw is going to beat plymouth by 70 so it's fine um concord northwood it feels like a like a 28 10 it feels like 35 14 almost what northwood just did to, to east noble mm-hmm. in a sense um and that's no slide on concord they're still figuring things out they're young they got a good win you know not can't take that away from them beating Jimtown, but northwood just feels way more polished and put together right now mm-hmm. so i'm i'm you know and then yeah so that's that's the nlc i get some other weird games this week um, we mentioned east side west noble that's actually not a bad game that's a crossover necc game so it's not a conference game even though they're both in the necc technically same thing fairfield at central noble feels like another winnable game for the falcons mm-hmm. and that jimtown hosts osceola grace that should be their first win as well. Hopefully should be a win. Uh, if it's not, <laughs> we got issues. And then Elkhart, we said, goes to Hammond Morton, which is in the region. It's almost at the Illinois state line. So that's an 8 p.m. Eastern start, 7 central, um, all the way out there. It's a long drive for Elkhart to probably win like 42 to 10. So. Yeah, they should take them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting slate of games. Um there's better slates uh, on the horizon. Yeah, there's going to be some better weeks for sure. Um, but this isn't a terrible week. I mean, I've seen worse. 
Yeah. Next week is next week and in a couple of weeks it's looking real bleak. The next two weeks are looking Le- bleak. Yeah. Well, next week I think is the one that's like iffy. There's a lot of iffy, weird games on there. Because you got the next week is Elkhart Pin, which is going to be week. Crazy. That's that's in two weeks. It's yeah, week that's what five. I'm yeah. September sixteenth. It's a good week. September 9th and September 23rd. Eh. September 30th. Eh. September 16th, though. Very Got good. four really good games. Okay. Any other football notes before we move on, Evan? I think that's all the notes for the football. Okay. Let's kind of talk about some of the other fall sports. All of a sudden, I'm sounding louder in the headset. I don't know why. Something um, happened over there on that board. I moved. I moved. I changed my voice. Boys soccer. I moved. Boys soccer. soccer. Um, Goshen beat Northridge for the first time since 2017, Saturday night. Four to three. Josh Cruz, Athlete of the Week nominee. Three goals, one assist in the victory. Uh, very emotional game. High intensity. Yours truly was there. I was going to say. Lawrence Baltazar, Northridge coach, got a yellow card. That's how you know it's intense. <laughs> um yeah, it was fun. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. What stood out to you the most besides uh, Lawrence Baltazar's yellow card? Um, just a, it felt like a very even game. You know, both teams had really nice goals. Um, every time Goshen scored, Northridge countered, like within five minutes, except obviously the last goal. Mm-hmm. So it was funny to think that Northridge never led. like, But it was still very close throughout, you know? Um. Yeah. So I think I think Goshen is, you know, they got good offensive players. I know Coach uh, Raj afterwards was stressing that they got to improve their defense, but you know, I'm pretty sure everyone's working on things still right it's now. Still it's, early. Yeah. It's very early. So all that uh, matters is winning, and then you can figure it out after winning. My my takeaway is I want to see this as a rematch in October. That's definitely what I I want. I want to see a sectional game between these two. So. Uh, you might get your wish. Well, it depends on that blind draw, right? Depends on the draw. I definitely <laughs> want to see this in the postseason. This will be a fun. Ma- it'll be a fun matchup. So, Goshen is now three one and two mm-hmm. on the season. One of those draws came to Westview last week. Who is also obviously very good, playing very well. They are three zero oh, and one, or four zero oh, and one. Sorry, four zero oh, and one. They uh, beat up on Lakewood Park Christian and Lakeland. After their tie with Goshen. That was a good game. I saw portions of it. The Warriors and covering the tennis. Yeah. I know you were covering <laughs> tennis and you could see it. Um, Westview remains number two in the Class 1A coaches poll. Uh, Goshen, by the way, 20th in 3A. Elkhart, 19th in 3A. Those are our area teams in 3A that are ranked. Um, Westview and Bethany Christian boys are number 15 in the 1A 15. poll. Got got called out on the Twitter. I, I immediately <laughs> forgot them. I knew I forgot them, and I immediately responded, and that person still replied to me. It's very rude. It's like, man, I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. It was a player, I believe. Yeah, it was a player. That's like, Hey, man, we're ranked two. And I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I replied right away. I forgot it in the initial tweet. I apologize. My fault. My fault. Hand up. Hand up Guilty, man. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I knew I forgot someone as soon as I sent out the tweet. I was like, dang it. Bethany Christian. 15th. Well, they're like one and three, you know, but their losses that are like Northridge, Bremen, who's really good in 2A, mm-hmm. like 
And Mishawaka Marion was their other loss, who's also ranked in 2A. So it's like they have good losses. You know, it's not like they're losing to some scrubs. So that's it's, it. But like when, the, when a team is 1 and 3, you, you almost forget that they're ranked, you know, sometimes. That's true. I'm saying you're not staring at a 1 and 3, and you're like expecting to see their name there right. on, the, on the rankings, obviously. Yeah. So. Um, Another team from our area that's doing well that maybe should get some recognition here are the coaches, Elkhart Christian Academy, 5-0. and Nice start to the season for them. The Eagles. I'm saying. Soaring. They, uh, they, play, they play Bethany next Tuesday, I believe, if I remember my schedule correctly. They do. Next Tuesday. I marked it down as something I want to cover. Next so. Tuesday at Bethany's Athletic Complex. A little doubleheader. They play New Prairie before that. That could be a tough one. In don't, soccer? Don't know how New Prairie's soccer team is. Elkhart beat New Prairie 8-0 well, in soccer. So they'll probably beat New Prairie. Mm-hmm. Prairie Heights is 0-4. That's their next game. So they really have a great chance of being Bethany? 7-0. Oh, I'm ECA? looking at Elkhart Christian, yeah. Mm. Could be 7-0 going into that Bethany game. And then they get Northwood after that. So That's the good. schedule gets a little tougher. Two good, two good games there for ECA that week, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um... I just said I agree with my own point, so that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you said the schedule gets tough, and then I said, yeah, two good games there. I agree, or whatever. So it sounds like I agreed with my own point, but I just added on to your you point. You shouldn't have said anything. I don't think anybody would have noticed. Yeah, no, I, I just, in my brain, I caught that. I was like, hmm, did I just agree with myself? Yeah. That's fine. But yeah. Girls soccer, Goshen also beat Northridge. Goshen so Soccer is having a great Hawks. season. What? I said they're having a great season so far. Five and one, two uh, and zero. Oh. Other than their slight slip up to a great team in Mishawaka Marion. Yeah, and uh, they're playing a big one tonight. We are taping this before they play Warsaw. Also two and zero oh in the NLC. Goshen and Warsaw were co-conference champions last year, so a lot of riding on this one. It's in Warsaw at in Kosciuszko County, so. If it was at home, we'd probably probably be swinging out to that one just to see it, even though we covered Goshen Girls twice last week. Mm. We it's did. a long drive down to K County. Is it, so, is it K County? like K County, Kosciuszko County. Okay. Uh, is it Kokomo County? It's probably not a thing. <laughs> Kokomo County, everyone. Kokomo <laughs> County. Uh, it's not a thing, right? No. Kokomo is a city. Where's Kokomo? What county is Kokomo in? I, I don't know. You should know that. I don't. I know. I haven't talked to my friends at the Kokomo Tribune in a while, so tough. Hello, Kim King. I bet Rich. I bet here. Rich would know. Our guy Rich. Rich probably does know. Kim t- King, we miss you. Please come back. Um, it's been too long at this point. It's yeah. been over a year. <laughs> it's I know, been it's been a year and a half. It's very sad. But Jimtown uh, girls soccer, thirteen goals in their first three games. Yeah, Emma Martin with eight of them. Freshman, she's a freshman. Dun, 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 dun. So they're looking good after that win over Bethany and Christian, kind of spoil yeah. spoil the opening. I did not realize that Jimtown girls soccer was going to be good this year, as yeah. I told you beforehand. Hey, Bethany will probably win both games, and then Jimtown won five three. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Bethany had leads at times, but uh, it was three to two at one Bethany, point. Bethany Bethany girls have struggled with keeping the lead. They were up on Wawasee girls soccer earlier this week and they lost four to three they were up three two with like 15 minutes to go that's a tough loss that's tough that's tough uh yeah i mean kudos to wawasee for coming back and winning the game but picking up a big win 
Yeah, but man, that's that's tough for Bethany. Mm. They've had they could they were like one and three right now, I believe, and they could easily or one three and one. They tied on Saturday against Central Noble. They could easily be like three one and one. Like they've had two games like they've kind of let go. They got West Noble, who is oh one and two on today. So they should be able to. Should, I should. Well, West we'll Noble we'll is struggling. See. We'll yeah. see though. I don't know. I thought I would have thought Wawasee would have been a win. Wawasee boys soccer, by the way, beat West Noble two nothing on Saturday. West Noble must be really struggling here early. Boys soccer. That's a game that West Noble boys have won like eight nothing the last mm-hmm. however many years. Wawasee beat them two zero. So I wonder if they're just missing our friend Henry Torres. Yeah, he graduated. Yeah. Believe it or not, when you graduate, somebody scored fifty goals. I mean. That's it. Obviously, that's going to be a huge hole, but I know they had some talent coming back. So yeah, it's, it feels a little surprising. So it's a little surprising, yeah. Yeah, West Noble's only win was 7-5 to five over Angola. So, a lot of goals in that one. Angola's not that good. Nine, Concord beat them 9 nothing. I think Westview beat them 8 nothing. So. My neck is killing me today. Why? I don't know. Did you sleep funny? I think my mattress needs to be replaced. Yeah, you broke your back last week, and now you broke your neck this week. Dude, what the heck's going on with this mattress? I'm being sore. What are you doing on this mattress, dude? Not sleeping well enough, apparently. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Volleyball. How about the, 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 the spikers in our area right now, man? All kinds of above 500 of records. The eight, of the 10 teams we cover, eight of them are at 500 or better. How about that? Did you see that coming at the beginning of the season? I don't know if I did. I mean, I think it's, some of this will regress a little bit once we get into more conference matches. And, by, like, by default, people will have to start losing. But, like, Goshen, 9-4. Northridge, 10-1. Elkhart, 6-0. ECA, 10-1. Fairfield, 6-2. Wallace C, 7-2. Northwood is 5-2. Uh, and two. I didn't write theirs down. You said, uh, <laughs> uh, eight, uh, 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 73 and zero. <laughs> five and two. Five and two. They're ranked number five in the 3A coaches poll. The first coaches poll over volleyball came out. Northwood checked in number five. They only released the top five in each hmm. class for free. You have to like subscribe to the rest of the, like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not, they're not worth checking out if it's not in like, the top five, I guess, at this point. We so. could put that on our, uh, Goshen News. You know. Expense report? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, what is this? Today's mileage, by the way. I have to do I know. That. I got to do my mileage as well. I'm thinking about holding it off. I've been holding off. I haven't done a mileage report in like yeah. two and a half months. Well, and you're gonna also going to get Columbus this weekend. So you should probably get this in now, and then you'll have big, the big one coming in a couple weeks. Which you're going to give me some of that, of course, because you get be in the 30% of it. Hmm? I'll give you 70-30. Is that fair? Yeah. You should yeah. give me 70%. <laughs> you should give me the 70. No. How about the 80? <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, volleyball, man. Everyone's playing well. Goshen won the Westview invite. Northridge won the Huntington North invite. Elkhart won the Mishawaka invite. ECA won the Jimtown invite. Like, everyone was just winning everywhere. And even the teams that didn't win. Bethany Christian went 3-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Wawasee went 3-1 and one at the Westview invites. Fairfield went 3-1 and one at Mishawaka invite. Their only loss was to Elkhart. Yep. Like, everyone's just playing well so far, man. I love it. You got to love it. It becomes... More fun as the season continues to see who, who are, you know, is actually going to continue on this trend. Yeah. What, what teams are going to be able to keep this up? Because obviously, I can't imagine it's going to be the all eight of these teams are going to keep winning 
like they have. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously being in the same conferences and everything, they're going to kind of go against each other, yep. beat each other up a little the, bit. The smart money teams that are going to be able to sustain this, at least in, if Northwood, probably. Fairfield, mm-hmm. probably. ECA, probably. Yeah. Elkhart. Probably. Yep. Goshen, Northridge, Wawasee. We'll Be- all see. We'll Bethany, see where the, Bethany, how they do. You say Bethany should be able to. Bethany, too, because yeah. they do play. You know, I, I mean, everyone's going to be playing in these invites over the weekends, and those could be, you know, a, they're like a crapshoot. You never know what's going to, whatever. Talk, mm-hmm. Throw a, you know, whatever. I'm trying to think of an analogy, and I can't think of it right now. Um, you said crapshoot. Crapshoot, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but, you know, like Northwood and, and Warsaw and the, and the NLC are going to be the two that are, a lot of people are looking at. And then, you know, below them, oh, and I forgot Concord's playing well, too. They didn't play in a weekend invite this past weekend, but... Six and two. Six and two. So that, that like, if it goes Northwood, Warsaw, at the top of the NLC, if you have Goshen, Northridge, Wallasey, Concord, all there, kind of like, you know, some, they're going to have to lose. Like some of them are going to have to lose to each other, like, unless they all just cannibalize each other and go three and four, you know, mm-hmm. or four and three or whatever. You know, Plymouth, too. I don't know how Plymouth is this year. Mishawaka has played Elkhart well in a couple matches, so maybe Mishawaka is a little feisty. Like, NLC 1 through 8, there's not, like, a bad team right now, which is hmm. good. You 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 don't like seeing bad teams, I guess. You don't want to see everyone do well, kind of. Of course. Relatively. So, should be fun. These next five, six weeks, NLC Volleyball, the bloodbath. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. A race to first. It's a crowded race. Yes. Also, also crowded race, maybe, kind of, is a NLC Girls Golf. Although there's one team at the top that has now, you know, separated themselves. That's Northridge. They yeah. control their own destiny after they tied Northwood. How about that? Don't you love golf? They tied Northwood. Fifth score tiebreaker. Northridge gets it by three. That's a ridiculous. Right? Northridge three and zero. Northwood three and one in the NLC. Uh, Warsaw, I believe, is sitting there at like two and one or three and one. Big match for Northridge girls golf tonight. Warsaw and Plymouth. Mm-hmm. If they get past that, you feel confident in their abilities to get past everything else. Take care of Goshen and Wallasee on Thursday. Yep. At Black Squirrel. We might be there. It sounds like one of us might be there. Yeah, you might go. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So don't don't mess it up, Ken Brewster. Speaking Northridge of Ken Brewster, golf. congrats to him, right? He's yeah. also going to be you the boys, boys coach. golf coach at Northridge as well. Not a surprise. No. Given he coaches to girls. He's coached to girls for like a decade. Not every school is like that, but some of them coach both the boys and the girls. I feel like most of them are moving to that. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, I don't know. Tennis and golf. Those are the two sports where like, it can work. You see it more often. Mm-hmm. You know? So, because I'm trying to think of the other ones for the boys. Um, Concord has two different ones. Goshen has two different ones. Mm-hmm. Elkhart now, Todd King, one guy. Yep. And that's what he did at Northridge. Fairfield has two different coaches. Westview has the same coach, Jeff Marchant. Lakeland has two different coaches. They're married. Cassidy and John Roush, but two different coaches technically. Mm-hmm. Um, Northridge has one coach now. Northwood has two different ones. Um, 
So, yeah, maybe it's not as common. Well, we'll see it's the same coach, Steve Coverstone. There you That's go. Right. That was that was like a rough... I'm sorry if I missed anybody in there. Went through a majority. West Noble has different ones. Yeah. So, it's not as common. It's like two or three. Yeah, very uncommon, tennis, actually. <laughs> tennis is... There no, used to be more Northridge, in tennis. Northridge and, Tennis has boys. There used to be more girls, in tennis. It's kind of changed a little bit. Goshen and Bethany Christian used to be the same, and then they they've changed mm-hmm. uh, for the for the bull, or for the girls in the spring. But Northwood is same, Northridge, uh, Fairfield, so it's a little more common in tennis, I think. It appears. Anyway, this was tennis. This was coach talk. That was a fun time. Anyway, yeah. Why not? Yes, uh, so yeah, Northridge bit. leading the NLC. I'm not even really sure who's winning any CC girls golf. To be honest, sounds bad, but it's, it's like. It's a whole, like, I don't know. There's a lot going on over there, and no one's really standing out consistently. Yeah, that's the thing. I think Fremont girls golf is pretty solid this year, so, like, yay. Okay. Cool. Like, we don't. Fairfield, West Oble. Mackenzie may be having a nice season for West Oble girls golf. Mm-hmm. She might make some noise individually in the postseason again. She got to regional last year as an individual. She feels like she might make that again. She's she the basketball well. team's point guard, I think. Yes. If I remember correctly. Yes, you okay. are remembering correctly. Very good. This noggin works sometimes. Yep. We were uh, talking a little bit there about boys tennis, so let's talk a little bit more. Uh, Goshen, big win on a Friday. People kind of you know got lost under the radar with the football and you know football Friday, but then number thirty Goshen beats number twenty two. Then number twenty two South Bend St. Joseph four to one. Redhawks eight and zero, and now the Redhawks are ranked twenty second in the state poll. Makes big, that makes sense, right? Big win. <laughs> Switch yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, South Bend St. Joe thirtieth. Uh, no, they were like twenty seventh or something. Now, so. dang it! I know, tough. That'd have been hilarious. Hold on, I have it. I have it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty seventh, yes, twenty seventh. The Goshen is the only team from our coverage area in the top thirty. Penn also in there at twelve. Shocking. Mm. Um, Homestead, which would be a potential semi-state opponent, is ranked eighth. So, um, and there's other teams I'm sure that would be potentially on the way to semi-state. None of the sectional or regional teams are ranked with Goshen. So, on paper, Goshen is the f- favorite as of now to make the deepest postseason run. Mm. But you know, got other teams. Northridge, solid six and one. Big NLC match between those two on Thursday. I will be at that, actually. It's a good assumption. We have to have one of us there. Mm-hmm. It's too big not to. We, we'll be within maybe a quarter mile of each other on Friday, you at, or Thursday. You at Black Squirrel and me at the junior high. Tennis and golf. I'll walk over there. I'm yeah, okay. we could just say hello. Hey, how's it going? Fairfield, good, man. How are you? Did Fairfield lose on their new courts the first match? No, Fairfield, on their at home, they beat Churubusco. Thank goodness. They lost at East Noble Saturday morning. 3-2. Okay. Yeah. Close to East Noble is playing very well. They might be their, the favorite of that sectional over Westview. Beat so Westview, too. They did beat Westview. Yeah. yeah, so East Noble, apparently very good this year. So that's good to know. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, Northridge Goshen. Big one Thursday. And uh, that'll pretty much determine, it feels like, the NLC. Regular season portion of it. So. Yeah. I would agree with that. Just checking on checking on the rest. Let's give let's give Goshen or Northridge the nod there. And, yeah. and so far it seems like Goshen has the upper hand. 
on Northridge. We'll see. But we'll see. I, I'd imagine it'd be a tight it's matchup. It's going to be a fun match. Give me a 3-2 match, maybe. You hope. You hope it's close and competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and they, they kind of split last year. Goshen won the regular season last year, and then Northridge came back and won the tournament, conference mm-hmm. tournament at the end. So, these are two very – and they both returned a lot, so two very even teams. So, I'm actually very excited to go see that on Thursday. Check out the Red Hawks for the first time this year. Get saw the Rangers some good last photos. Week. Get some good photos. No, I'm going to take terrible photos. That's unfortunate. Hate to hear it. <laughs> Left sport, cross country. We're not really talking too much about it this week. They didn't. There were some invites over the weekend. You know, some teams did well. Prairie Heights Invitational. You had the West Noble girls and the Westview boys emerge as champions, team champions. Congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Northwood boys won their home invite. Northwood girls were second in that invite, so kudos to both of them. Uh, Northridge did not run their girls this weekend, and they didn't run their full boys team at the Penn invite. So their their performances weren't there. Uh, Northridge boys ranked 12th, though, and the coaches poll girls were 20th this week. The big uh, NLC round robin number one Tuesday night tonight, Yours truly at Oxbow will be there. I will not be doing any running. Um, I will walk a little faster. Do a little jog? No one wants to see that. Do a little jog like at the state fair? No one county wants to see Oh, the county fair. Yeah, state fair. The county fair. <laughs> yeah. That was a. That was more of like I was moving my arms in a running motion. And then Tim, Tim Yoder took the picture of me. So, yeah, you know, I wasn't really running per se in that photo. I was... You know, you were uh, fast walking. Yeah, and moving my arms. I actually was going through my phone trying to like ben. delete screenshots, pictures, and stuff. And I still have the one of your girlfriend watching, looking at the picture of me running in the. And I was like, mm, "Should I delete that?" Nah, I like that one. It's funny. Keep it for the archives. Hmm. Yeah. Just Keep in case. For the archives, you just know? in case. So you can get a good laugh out of it one day. When you're, day, sad and, when you're sad and depressed. Every day, yeah. So, so that's like every day you're sad and depressed. Look at, look at, you know, people laughing at my expense running motion. Yeah, that really makes you feel better when people laugh at you. So sometimes some people will like that. Feed off of it, you know. Like anyway, comedians. Anyway, you, NLC, NLC. What? What? NLC oh. round robin cross country. Yeah, you're gonna be there. I'm going to be there tonight. <laughs> and then next Wednesday is the NECC regular season Super Duel. So I remember I covered that last year. I was sick. Yeah. I'll be at it next year. Or next week because you're going to get your teeth fixed in Wisconsin or something. No, not my teeth. Why do you think every time I go to Wisconsin it's for my teeth? Because that's the thing. The first time you went there was for that. So it's just assuming it's always your teeth. No, my teeth are fine these days. You got your tonsils removed or whatever last time. Or wisdom teeth. Oh my tonsils. That first, that first trip. It's the wisdom teeth, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was important. You ever have your wisdom teeth removed? Nope. You're lucky then. It was a fun experience. But you know, it will be a fun experience. Nice segue. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Yeah. Well, we'll for see. Us. We'll see if it's fun. <laughs> be <laughs> Depending fun on who you ask. Um... Yeah, so that, that's happening this weekend. How about that? Be fun for us regardless. 
we are, you and I, on the road to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, number five, Notre Dame at number two, Ohio State. It's hard to believe it's here already. I feel like we've been talking about this game for months. And it's like, oh, crap, it's actually on Saturday now. Like, we have to drive to Columbus. Like, we gotta, I got to remember, I have to remind myself that I'm still going to this a lot. Four days away? I know. We've been, it's been like, it's a distant thing. We applied for the credentials like six weeks ago. Yep. So. Thank God it's about to happen. I agree. If you I'm, are a college football fan in any way, you got to this place you got to go. It's exciting. Yeah, no, the Horseshoe is like one of those, you know, iconic stadiums. And this is two iconic brands of college football mm-hmm. playing in a primetime Saturday night, you know, game with all the pomp and circumstance college game day there in the morning um yeah this is gonna be good at the top of the morning gonna morning. jack harlow there yeah what's popping <laughs> jack harlow that's what's popping what song so this, what song with jack harlow play will it, what will he play first class you think he's playing first class i feel like he has to play first class right and then maybe what's popping mm-hmm. i hope he doesn't do, go that route if he goes one honest. song it's probably gonna be first class I could see that first class. I'd be shocked if that doesn't at least make it one time. But I feel like I feel like what's popping gets the crowd going better. Maybe Churchill Downs brings a uh, Drake on <laughs> guest. That would be something. guest guest appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Harlow, the American rapper, will be the guest picker. He has no connection to Ohio State, so it's kind of a strange pick. Yeah, he's from Kentucky. Uh. It's not. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> close, but not really. Yes, yeah, so it's a very strange, very strange pick. Um, to have him be the guest picker. Maybe he's randomly an Ohio State fan. I don't know. Maybe he's got a paid promotion with the, for his album or something, even though it came out months ago. It's going to be fun to watch game day, though. He's going to be like, I bet you when he makes his pick for Ohio State, he's like, I'm going to put Ohio State in the first class. I'm taking the puck, guys. I don't know. <laughs> first class up in the sky. But, uh, yeah. Okay, back to actual analysis of this game. No more Jack Harlow. Notre Dame, L. Ross. Probably. Currently 17.5 point underdogs. That feels right. Marcus Freeman said some stuff about that yesterday in his press conference. He wrote that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. He's like, let me write that down. He's like, oh, I didn't. He's like, I haven't really paid attention to the spreads. I'm like, don't really buy that. I don't believe the fact that you haven't seen one single betting line on your own team. I I don't believe that at all. But that's fine. You have to say that. You know, you have to pretend it's not a big deal because technically it's not. It really know. isn't. But, but it is to some. And a lot of these lines, I mean, I will say a lot of the underdogs, a week zero, zero one, obviously Nebraska lost. You had Duquesne covered against Florida nice. State. Barely. You got to love it. Hey, they don't ask how, they ask if. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think. Um, UConn covered against Utah State. 35-17 is right where that line is at. And that feels like what this game will be. I can't – I kind of hope it's 35-10 Ohio State and then North – no, I almost said Northwood. Notre Dame starts driving and, like, the cover is in play with, like, three minutes – you know, three minutes to go. Like, we got the cover. The line is in play at the end there. But it won't be in play. At 35 – well, they could go for two. Why would they? Because for the hell of it. And Marcus Freeman knows what the line is now. 17 and a half. Could you imagine they score 35-16 and Freeman puts Ghost for two? The drama of that moment. The whole stadium would be going nuts. 
or getting angry at the fact that they covered. Yeah. No, I was saying it would be the loudest crowd like going into the two point conversion it's been all night. There'd be a lot of cheering both ways. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get it. Get it. Don't get it. Get it. You know? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, this is not a good first week game for Notre Dame. Just going to put it out there. Um, mostly because they got a lot of inexperience on offense. And Ohio State has all the experience on offense. So, like, you have a – it's going to be really hard to slow down them. Like, Ohio State should be rolling a little more probably on offense than Notre Dame. Like, Notre Dame – I kind of wish they were playing this game – for Notre Dame's sake, they probably wish it was week three or something. They could play Marshall and Cal first and figure some things out and then have Ohio State. Like, I think the line would be a little closer if it was, like, week three because Notre Dame could at least put some good film out there and, like mm-hmm. – I'm not saying it would it would still be double digits, but I don't know. This just doesn't feel like a good combination of things for Notre Dame. Remember when they almost lost to Florida State last year? I feel like they're much better. They're going to be much better when they play Clemson in November. And Clemson will probably be better, too, if Clemson is going to have the season that we think they're going to have. Like, Notre Dame should be a little more comfortable in their own skin by November 5th. Especially like, at home. What and especially at home, yeah. This game was in South Bend. I bet you the line would probably be still like eleven, like Ohio State minus eleven, minus ten. I'd say eight or nine, probably. Yeah, it'd be cutting out. It probably took a touchdown away from from Ohio State if it was in South Bend, so at least. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way for Notre Dame to win this game, and it's going to be turnovers. Luck. Turnovers, clean play on Notre Dame's side of the ball. Time of possession, like Tommy Reese is going to have to put together the best, you know, game plan of his life to mm-hmm. win this game. Tyler Buckner, he's going to have to grow up real quick. They pretty much have to do the game plan that they did against Alabama in the playoff two years ago, or they tried to do in the playoff against Alabama, and just hope to God that Ohio State doesn't like capitalize when they get the ball every time. That's right. pretty much where we're at. Mm-hmm. So, I still feel good at 35-17. Like, I think Notre Dame won't get destroyed. I I hope Notre Dame doesn't get destroyed for their own sanity at this point. Mm-hmm. And for my own sanity at this point. I'm tired of watching them lose in these big games. It's You're not big. fun to cover. Big. I want, like... You want I want this game to be 35-34 or whatever, you know? Like, this game should be awesome. Most, most people want that, yeah. On paper, number five Notre Dame versus number two Ohio State should be awesome. But it's kind of like a, we can't go with that until, the, until Notre Dame proves it. The closest they've been in a big game in the last however many years was at Georgia three years ago. They were driving to potentially win the game or tie the game. And they lost like 21 to 14 or whatever. It was at Georgia. Georgia was good that year. Um, like that was the closest they've been in a big game since 2005 when they almost beat USC at, mm-hmm. at home. So I guess the Clemson game. You can count the Clemson 2020 they won at home. I almost right. forget about that. Technically it counts. It does count. Yeah. Nope. There was only 10,000 fans in the building and no Trevor Lawrence. But they beat number one Clemson. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just. It'd be pleasantly surprising to see Notre Dame actually play well and like keep this a game for most of the time. And even if they lose, like 
don't know. Just be respectful. Mm-hmm. You know? Early part of the season should help. I mean, Oregon won last year, right? Down there in the horseshoe. Oregon did win there. Yeah, week two last year. So. And then Oregon went, boop. It's possible. Yeah, Oregon was having a lot of injury problems. Utah ran all over them two weeks in a row. Or twice in three weeks or whatever that ended up being. Hopefully they don't they don't run over the team they're playing uh, this weekend. <laughs> oh, I mean, do we want to quickly talk about our two teams before we get out here? Um, Florida hosting Utah. Number seven. Utah's only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, it's because they're giving a lot of respect to the Swamp, apparently. At night? Yeah, at night. It's supposed to rain. Could get sloppy. Utah runs the ball. They're probably okay with rain. Doesn't rain a lot in Utah, though, I'd imagine. No. <laughs> Missouri, Mizzou, Thursday night, Louisiana Tech. Two, no, two days little, from now. Well, 8 p.m. Eastern kickoff against La Tech. Mizzou is a 19-point favorite over the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah, not the Raging Cajuns. Uh, yeah. It'd be fun to see your team open the season in two days. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably have it on in the background at the office. Yeah. Be writing up my Goshen Northridge tennis story. Have to have it on in the background. Get the Tigers going on the side screen. I I'm not excited. It's fine. They're six and six if we're lucky. Let's get to a let's win the humanitarian bowl or something. Doesn't exist anymore. I wanna I wanna play the international bowl again. Remember they go to Toronto? I missed that game. Yeah, it was kind of stupid, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's completely ridiculous, but I liked it. Uh, okay, that's it. Just under an hour, so that's fun. That was a good time. Good podcast, good effort. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same format pretty much every week. High school football at the top. Everything else in the middle. Getting Notre into Dame a at rhythm. the end. Getting into a rhythm. Hopefully uh, we can, yeah, it's rhythm season, baby. Finally got some order with the schedule. So my computer dad said Dead. Just like this podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>